0: Algar Productions. Productions.
1: Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Justice League podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt. Episode 174, Comfort and Joy, with Fred Stressing.
2: Hi pals! It's uh, well, it's time for Christmas, I guess. Oh, I'm, it's, I'm
0: Al.
3: It's time for Christmas. I'm Maggie. Uh-huh.
0: Uh huh. It's uh, time for Christmas, guess, and please. I'm Fred. Stressing. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Welcome. <laughs> I didn't mean to cut you off on that.
3: Fred, oh, no, you're our, think... our Christmas guest at our homely, our 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 homie cr- Christmas cabin this year. Uh huh. In in mid September.
0: Yep. And I see you've uh, set the place on fire. Um, mm-hmm. not, I thought it was just going to be a Yule log, but it seems, this seems a little more aggressive, but you know what? I'm into it. That's,
3: well, this, you know, we'll just have to get out of here before the
0: place burns down.
3: Well, I'll this kick is the Yule log across the room, so.
2: Well, mm. no, it's, it's, you love Christmas and I hate Christmas. Mm-hmm. So we compromised on, okay, I will light something on fire, but it will be the place. Yep. And you
0: were like, yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, so that's, that's fine. That's,
3: that's, that's, I love a roaring uh, Christmas fire. Yeah.
0: I, it is. I love, you know what? For now, it's mm-hmm. cozy. Soon, mm-hmm. it won't be. But for now, no. yeah. I'm liking it. I'm having a nice time. Well, so when the flames engulf you, you know,
3: mm-hmm.
2: yeah, right, sure. Simply, etc. Mm-hmm.
0: Simply, etc.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. having a werewolf I'm Christmas time. Uh-huh, that that's the one.
2: Yep. I'm not going to finish the lyric because no, thank you. <laughs> Come on, it's September, man.
1: Oh,
0: it really do is. you remember? Yeah, this Just was this interesting. This September? was an interesting episode to do so uh, out of season. Well, yeah. And, and
2: also, I don't know, uh, like, uh, if you're, like, I assume you haven't been following along because, like, a lot of people don't and that's not a
0: criticism. Like, mm. that's that's totally cool. How, how but, dare you? Yeah. <laughs> have you? I have followed along intermittently because I have been, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. very busy. Yeah, nobody's so, yes. got time for podcasts.
2: Yeah. Come on. I get it. It's fine. <laughs> No, I, I'm not trying to call you out. What I'm saying is you may not have fresh in your mind the context of Justice League so far, which this whole season, yes. well, this whole series has been two-parters with the mm-hmm. occasional three-parter. This yeah, is yeah, a yeah. weird
0: outlier. Yeah. No, I do I do remember that, yeah. And I also remember this being sort of the Calm Before the Storm episode, which I appreciate it for.
3: Oh, yeah. Because the oh, next, yeah. cause the next a...
0: three are, oh, boy.
2: Yeah, we got a big fuck-off finale, and that's why we did it this way with a single episode this week, because
0: breaking that up, didn't make sense
3: especially breaking yeah. it up into into the first part and then
0: two parts like yeah yeah exactly. well that's al- that's also why i chose this episode because i didn't want to do a three-parter <laughs> I've, I've been doing i've shown up for too many of the movies by now and i'm like oh, well, three parter. yeah uh, well we're uh, sorry about that uh, too <laughs> <laughs> no i mean that was my fault <laughs> I, that was I my that was my fault completely and this time i was like time to pivot
2: Mm, I assumed for uh, JLU, you're just going to show up for the entire Cadmus arc, which is what, like 8, 10 episodes, something like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. 8, 10 great episodes. Yeah, I mean, best run of episodic TV maybe
0: ever, but Mm -hmm. we'll we'll get to that. It is very good. on the list. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to revisiting Justice League Unlimited. It's been quite a while. It's very good. I don't think I've watched Uh, it since it was on TV. Oh,
2: Wow. wow. Yeah, I know. It's one of my top five go-tos, I would say, for rewatches.
3: Yeah, it's fantastic. It's just I haven't gotten around to it in a long time. All right.
2: Well, Fred, why don't you tell mm. us what happens in Comfort and Joy, and we can get into some specifics.
0: All right. Comfort and Joy. So the Justice League is at it again, helping alien planet, alien planet of buck blue spider people with some sort of device they put together to stop uh, the weather phenomenon? I kind of missed it. I was too distracted by giant, garish 3D models flying through the air that's a me problem though i I admit that anyway the justice league saves the problem handily and then go all go off the clock and take a well-deserved holiday break well all but a sullen martian manhunter who declares his apathy for the holiday season what's this you might say christmas already they haven't even taken down the halloween displays yet yes it's christmas for the justice league and a rough one judging by the seasonal affective disorder clearly kicking in for john jones Being a Martian, John has no love of the holidays, despite what film classics like Santa Claus Conquers the Martians and Martian Christmas would have you believe. (laughs) This guy hates Christmas, muses Superman, and look, like so many who's of Whoville, or is it Whom's, he decides this grumpy green bastard is going to learn the meaning of the season and like it. (laughs) So he takes John to meet his parents, and Ma and Pa Kent are as welcoming as ever. Of course they are. They're the best. They muse about Christmas, but John just doesn't get it. He goes to bed and tries to make friends with a Kent's cat, but it wants nothing to do with him. So he goes to bed immediately. I can't lie. Being snubbed by a cat at a friend's house hurts. I get it. (laughs) During all this, Green Lantern and Hawkgirl flirtily flirt their way through snowball fights, alien bar fights, drinking and brawling and snowballing their way through the episode. There isn't a ton to talk about here other than it's very sweet to see them bond and once again Hawkgirl's affinity for physical violence. Um, And I also enjoy the cultural exchange of celebrations between them. Uh, meanwhile, The Flash is helping out Central City's orphanage and get the kids a present. Yes, a single one, for them all to split. What do the kids want this year? Why, it's DJ Rub-a-Ducky, a singing, dancing, rapping, farting duck toy. Paul Dini, if this is some sly commentary on your opinion of rap, I would have words with you. <laughs> anyway, the kids like it and so does Flash, and he agrees to go out and get one. Little does he realize it's the hottest toy of the season that all the kids are circling in their Sears wish books this year, and it's sold out all over. So he rushes to the manufacturing plant in Japan, where he grabs the last available one, only to get in a fight with the Ultra Humanite and break the toy immediately. Nice one, Flash. Ultra Humanite knocks out Flash for a cheap act break, and then puts the toy back together and delivers it to the children in the spirit of the holiday. Except now it's even better, playing the Nutcracker Suite by Tchaikovsky. Gee, thanks. A toy that will no longer be any fun immediately after Christmas. <laughs> back to Martian Manhunter. As the sun sets, John leaves the Kent household and goes into town where he sees Christmas as the people celebrate it. Midnight masses, carolings, children setting out cookies for Santa. He's moved by all he sees and hears, and on Christmas morning, the Kents awake to hear him singing a carol in his own alien language. Somewhere, Batman sits brutally watching his microwave dinner, wondering why his wards never call. (coughs) And so, friends, that's where we leave the Justice League at the end of Season 2, where everything is great and nothing could possibly go wrong. On to Justice League Unlimited.
2: Hooray, we did it. Where the fuck was Wonder Woman in all this?
0: Oh, yeah. a good question. It's a good question.
2: So, I saw this on the DC Wiki. They pointed out, let me, let me, I I copied the quote because I want to get it exactly. Paul Dini has shared several note cards from this episode's plotting stages on his blog, including gags revealing Wonder Woman and Batman's whereabouts. Mm -hmm. Except that the image they provide on the DC Wiki shows some cards, but not these cards, so I have no idea what they
3: actually
0: said. Weird. Yeah, I wonder if those can be tracked down, and I wonder I'm if it's sure worth they
2: of- could. I did this five minutes before we hit record, so I did not have a chance to chase them down. But they're probably out there somewhere.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I yeah. do love the mention of Batman begged me for monitor Duty.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> Look, if I yeah, gotta work good.
3: and it's fine, I don't want to do that. Come on,
2: <laughs> I don't
3: want to. Sp- also don't want to spend another Christmas with the Joker. That was the
0: worst episode. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm begging well, no. you! I do not want to spend
0: another Christmas with the Joker. I also mean, at least you theme. know, mm, at least Batman in my basement isn't seasonal. Sorry.
2: Fair. <laughs> no, no, you're good. Um, the uh, the the badly integrated 3D stuff is not just a you problem. We've we've been
0: complaining. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. It's ju- it just really like I was. I, it distracted me from what they were trying to put together, and I was like, I I lost yeah. it. I don't know.
2: No, I. I get Something it. to help I mean, these
0: guys. Those opening titles, like, oh, week, yeah. Just, yeah, well. Wow, the
2: show is so good. Why is this like this?
3: Yeah. I, I, will, I will say this. I did appreciate that you, Fred, you and I both referred to it as a planet of nasty little freaks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they they are, though. They are. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. They're just, <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know but... how, did they, how did they get in touch with them? How did they find oh, out Justice about
3: League? them? League. Really, really, really.
0: I'm wondering, like, it's
2: great that the Justice League helps because that's what they do, but isn't this what the Green Lantern Corps is for? Like, these mm-hmm. guys should mostly be handling shit on Earth, right?
3: I mean, yeah, the, the Justice League. That's well, a good point. Or, I guess they're just the Justice League.
2: Yeah. But, but like, I don't know. It I doesn't bother know. me. I like a I like a throwaway adventure at the beginning of the episode. It doesn't oh, really yeah. matter. Oh, yeah. Oh,
3: no. No, no. I can just but. picture the Guardians standing around going, like, this is not our problem. Yep.
2: <laughs> we're, to, we're here to stop crime, not help people. Like they're, yeah, right. they're
3: genuine cops, Ex- exactly.
2: Mm-hmm. Get those losers so on the have it. you
3: turned evil yet?
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so let's get into
0: this. Fred, mm-hmm. your good
2: thing and your bad thing are kind of related. So why don't you just then, all right? Just here we go. For,
0: so all right, for me, um, yeah, the stuff with John Jones, the Superman, works really well. Mostly just seeing Clark sort of enjoying being around his family for the holidays. And, you know, John trying to comprehend this Earth ritual. Uh, I think it's really well done and effective. And the whole story is kind of the highlight of the episode. It's just kind of low-key charming to me. And it's nice to see these characters. Like, you know, John's kind of that fish-out-of-water type. And seeing him in, I mean, you know, Smallville. Kind of really interesting and kind of fun as a, you know, concept. And, you know, him getting along with the Kents and uh, Superman. Also great. Mm Mm-hmm. My problem with that is that it's an ensemble cast show, and it's got this. This plays like a it plays kind of like twenty-two short stories about Springfield, but with three <laughs> stories, and mm-hmm. it doesn't work There's for me not as well as time to tell them all. Oh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's if it doesn't work for me as well as I feel like it should. So you know they start off, and we got John, John, Hawkgirl, Superman, and Flash breaking off into their various stories. And the only one I really connected with was the one with John and Superman. Everything else felt—I—I I, I didn't think they were bad necessarily, but they didn't connect in the same way for me. And uh, I don't know—they felt a little, little light and maybe underbaked. But I, that's just—I think you're just going to have that with a twenty-two, you know, twenty-two minute episode, and, See, and so many and characters this... and three stories happening at once. So mm. I don't know.
2: This is, this is where we need to take issue with you because I think Maggie can really defend one yep. of them and I can defend the other. So, uh, Maggie, please.
3: Yeah, so I, I really love this one. Um, there's a thing superhero comics do where it's just kind of like a chill episode. We get to just sort of catch up with what these characters do when they're not saving the world. Like, mm-hmm. Claremont X-Men, which I did a big reread a couple of years ago, uh, did these super well. Like, it's a great way of sort of, like, getting down to what the characters are when they're not just being on Mm -hmm. and like this episode does that so well like it pairs everyone off and just shows what they're getting up to and it's all really sweet like Mm -hmm. it is is, the best flash story i've seen just because like (laughs) he's doing the cool part of the celebrity superhero thing like he's helping people he's helping children he's not Mm -hmm. grabbing people's asses and also i fucking love the ultra humanite in this as like fraser but is but if he was a gorilla (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the bit where he re- he he punches Flash in the face, reprograms yep. the kid's, like, fixes and then reprograms the kid's doll, and then goes to Christmas with them while he's wearing a top hat is so mm-hmm. good. I'm just sitting here clapping my hands like an idiot.
2: <laughs> I, I mean, that was my least favorite one, but I know sure. you enjoyed it, and I do not wish to... Uh to yucky or yum, as Mm -hmm. absolutely no one I've ever met says. Uh um, Sorry. Not a a fan of that one. Me neither. But if I found a better way to say it, I would. Um, (laughs) But I I was very much a fan of the um, John and Girl stuff. Yeah. Because, first of all, they just hooked up last week. Yeah. Finally. And next week things are going to change. What? Um, But also, John, who I have very much enjoyed in this show, is very stiff, very serious, and for the first time ever, you see him having fun, not just in the context of a date but also just like sledding mm-hmm. like he's going wee woohoo and it's like does john stewart say we really and i guess he, he does sold it there's snow I, I bought it he was well, having I'm a not sure i agree with the into... wee
0: but the woohoo was quite <laughs> heartening
2: he turned into a little kid and it was adorable yep. and and then the two of them doing like you called this out in your story, oh, yeah. Fred. like the 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 cultural exchange thing which i love which mm-hmm. is like yeah. That was very good. Hey, here is how we have fun in the wintertime on Earth. This is what we do. And she's, there's a great gag in particular where he's making a snow angel. He's like, Look, look at my wings. And she just looks down, and the <laughs> expression on her face is perfect. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, great wings. Uh-huh. Um,
3: <laughs>
2: but then she's like, You know like, Maybe it'll be okay
3: if my people invade this planet.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. But now, now, then she's like, Okay, I, we've done your thing, and I've given it a fair, like, an absolutely fair chance. Now, we don't have anything like this in Thanagar, but we do like to celebrate after a battle let me show you how i have fun mm-hmm. and then that's the rest of their time together and it's just so i love it it's so great i wanted more of this like yep. like these two in particular but um i
0: think that's the thing a- for me was i was like each of these could have been kind of its own single episode God, for me i don't
2: want three christmas episodes
0: <laughs> no no i'm okay yeah no not <laughs> but exploring exploring their downtime and three you know what i mean yes i agree Here's the thing.
3: They definitely could have done a Christmas episode and also a uh, John and Hot Girl uh, date episode. This could have just been the B-plot
2: in anything. Like, mm-hmm. while the other guys are fighting the serious thing, it's the courtship of these two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But there's a bit where they're at this bar and Hot Girl says, okay, try this disgusting drink. And then she's like, there's, there's one more thing that'll make this perfect. And she goes over to the biggest guy in the bar clobbers him with her mace, mm-hmm. hands the mace to John, and the the animation on her face is perfect. This I, sweet little,
3: he did it. it I love that so, so much.
2: Oh, I love it. Just and,
3: delighted.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted, like, I, I don't want to spoil too much because next week we'll get into this, but, like, we don't get enough of this. Like, we get them almost dating, and then mm-hmm. we get the end of it. This is the only time we actually get to see the the relationship part of it, you know, and I I wish we'd gotten more of that.
3: I agree, but the thing is, like this 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 gets the job done, you know, like it does. You have one if you have part of one episode to show these two dating, like this episode nails it. Like I agree, but I I thought that stuff was very
0: sweet.
2: Mm -hmm. At the very least, you should imply that this goes on for some time. Like you don't Mm -hmm. need to cut back to more of it, but you should say, and now we've been dating for six months, and now the next thing happens, you know. But it doesn't feel like that.
3: No. That would also, that would be my preference, too. But, like, honestly, if I was doing the show, they would have been dating for the entirety of the of this season.
2: Yeah, like, the first season the, yeah, could be the, the, yeah. the, the dancing yeah. around it, and then the second season could be them dating, and then, yeah. then it blows up. Yeah. Right.
0: Now, I'm, I am going to say briefly, uh, to Maggie's point, contextually, as a downtime episode, having been, like, in and out this season, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, I am missing that context. And I'm just kind of, like, rushing in, being like, how come nobody's doing nothing? <laughs> well, yeah, so in, it's my fault in particular kind of. mm-hmm.
2: in, in particular Flash who has been just mm. all, surely just you painful. remember how terrible mm-hmm. Flash was oh yeah 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 I remember um, and this this really is the first episode where they start turning it around or it's like wait a minute he does do nice things for people and he mm-hmm. is kind of a sweet guy but he'll, he'll do nice do things normal. for seven orphans mm-hmm. yeah well, one of whom is six years old wearing a sweater vest the poor
0: yep. bastard <laughs> uh. That might have also yeah. been another Christmas present. Who knows?
3: What's Uh-oh. up, nerd? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I brought your farting duck
3: doll, but you—this nerd doesn't get it.
2: Uh, so let's get into DJ Rubber
3: Ducky. <laughs>
0: oh,
3: I don't know. Do we have to? Yes. <sighs> was I don't just know, this, terrible. I don't know. This is the exact kind of dumb shit
2: kids think is cool. I see. I disagree. I—I th- I know you can't do this for rice reasons or whatever if it had been a Furby, that mm. would have been so much funnier to me. Oh, yeah, I don't remember. Reprogramming a Furby to do his stupid bullshit, that would have been so much funnier. Mm.
0: But no,
2: this just felt, it felt like a broad, it felt like the kind of broad caricature you would see on Tiny Toons, which mm. is an odd coincidence. Paul? Hmm. Yeah. Huh.
0: Strange, that. Yeah, no, yeah. It. It. it feels like a... It feels like a toy that's trying to be an amalgam of too many popular yep. buzzy yep. toys from that era yeah. in a way exactly. where it ends up feeling like nothing anyone would ever want. Where it it's like, you know, feels... it's uh, it's it's like a Tickle Me Elmo, but like those robot dogs that do flips.
3: What? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: And but also farts. S-
0: and it also time, farts.
2: It just feels like a placeholder joke. Like, we'll put something funny in here later. Mm. And then they never did. Like. Like, every joke on Lower Decks, but yep. we'll get into yep. that later, too. <laughs> huh?
0: What? Huh? I'm a oh big boy. fan of Lower... I've never seen it. I've never seen I'm it.
3: sorry, I'll keep this quick, but if you thought I hated Lower Decks, I watched very short treks this week. Good God.
0: <laughs> okay, I, mean, I did watch, I did watch one of those, and I was like, that's ah, that's okay, I'm done. I'm out. Uh, mm-hmm.
3: I haven't seen them yet. I
2: haven't been able to find them yet, but...
3: Uh... They're on YouTube, so... Mm. So they're pretty hard to find. Mm-hmm. I
2: haven't been able to find them without being inundated by ads that make me want to die. You know what? I that's will, fair. Yeah,
0: they should make them hard to find. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> should make them hard to find. I would bury them at sea. Yeah, I DJ did... Rubber Ducky, not great. No, it's it's yeah. Mm,
2: eh. No, it's just lazy and and just like it could have been funnier. That's all.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Maggie, what was your bad thing?
3: I just, I, like I said, I really enjoyed this one. I had a hard time finding a bad thing. But um, if you're going to do a Kent family Christmas, you could at least mention that Lois isn't there, you know? Why, why would Lois be there? She hates know. Clark. I guess that's true. Like, she's in love with Superman, and I think they're dating now, but I don't think she knows yet. We've talked about this. Yeah, oh, God, that's right. Well, then that's my bad thing. It's weird that they're dating, and she doesn't know he's Clark. I, I'm not positive they're dating. I'm pretty sure they are. I do appreciate the shout-out to uh, Supergirl not being there.
2: Oh yeah, he's like, where's Kara? Oh, she's hanging out with Barbara.
0: Cool, and that was. Oh cool. yeah, I'd like Which to brings see that episode, up too. If I'm being honest. <laughs> hey Kara, what the hell kind of stuffed animals you collecting? <laughs> what is this stuff? There's that horrible. Okay, okay. You, do, do either of you know what this thing is a reference to? Because I am I I'm have coming no up blank. No idea,
3: but
2: no, does, you, it... you shared a uh, a screen cap for yes. this, and I have
3: absolutely no idea. It absolutely uh, it... looks like a reference to something I could not tell you.
0: Yeah, so it's this the little the red. Is just yeah, <sighs> yeah It's Go this ahead. little red, baby-looking chimpanzee <sighs> with antenna and like a a, a mop top hair, and it's it's mm-hmm. just so disturbing. It's so <laughs> I, and it's for some reason too. All the other stuffed animals are like a little bit like sketchier looking, and that one is is rendered so crisp and clean, like somebody in in loving detail. In in such loving, perverse detail, I hate it.
3: <laughs> also, I'm gonna say this. The fact that it doesn't have a penis just yeah. draws attention, like somehow makes what? it worse it, that it doesn't have it, a penis. Which it, it, which it, it, stuffed <laughs> animals are you playing with that have penises?
0: I mean, look. <laughs> no, Hold I know on. what she's saying though. It's it's the it's the baby proportions of the thing. It's weird, it's the whole thing's freaky. It looks like oh, baby hell- Hellboy but a nightmare.
3: And, like, the hands look like they're drawn by, like, AI. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's Look at that. Uh, are you looking at it right now? Look at that right hand. Jesus God. Well, okay.
2: I, w- <laughs> I, I, I put this to both of you. Um, mm. Kara, unlike uh, Kal-El, mm-hmm. did not come to Earth when she was a baby. She came to Earth when she was, like, a teenager.
0: Uh-huh.
2: So her tastes are... Like her k- Kryptonian weird off-the-wall tastes were already formed. She was nearly an adult mm-hmm. when she came to Earth, so she's probably got
3: some weird shit around. I mean, fair.
0: You know what it is. Where you know what really upsets me is the nipples and the belly button on this. Yep, thing. <laughs> those are That's bad. That's it. That's the thing. All right. uh, w- otherwise, it'd be like this is weird, but now it's just mm-hmm. freaky. You know. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, so That's- how do we feel about the floating alien uh, Edward G. Robinson? At the uh, at the bar,
0: I'm gonna tell you. Thumbs, pretty positive. thumbs up, thumbs up. Okay, feeling yep. good. Okay, way better. Right. I, hey, sure. I didn't have to see floating fish. Edward G. Robinson's nipples. It's a plus for me.
2: You didn't have to, but you could if you want. If you just asked him. No,
3: no, Fred, you get to. <laughs> oh, yeah, you get exactly. to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a
0: privilege, privilege, not a right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, on, um, on that note, though, one of my one of my bad things. It's very minor. Uh. What Swamp Thing doing in space, and how come we can't see more of him? We,
3: we just talked want- about this a little bit. I would have loved if we had gotten some Vertigo guys in the show. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I just they tease the Swamp Thing, and I'm like, I oh, would have been. That would have been cool.
2: Yeah. I feel like Uh-oh. I know. I mean, we regularly hear about the the issues they had, like where they would go to DC and they'd say, "Hey, can we use these characters?" and mm. they'd say, "Absolutely not." And so they would find a way to work around that or work them in the background or something and this might mm. be one of those cases.
1: Well, mm. and back mm.
3: that this is also back when like Vertigo kept its like even its DC characters it kept very separate from like Oh yeah. That's true. Like, yeah. You know, I read Hellblazer for all 300 issues and like they very much get into a uh, uh, there's no such thing as superheroes in this book. What are you talking mm-hmm. about?
2: Yeah, I mean it's like when early in Alan Moore's Swamp thing or early in uh, Sandman when they kind of cross over and then Oh, it's so weird. 20 issues deep, they decide. Right? No, nah, never mind.
3: <laughs> just like that early Swamp Thing stuff where it's just like, we got to go stop crisis. Batman's mm-hmm. there. <laughs>
0: yeah. There's that, there's that uh, uh, Superman one with uh, Swamp yeah. Thing. It's, pr- it's it's pretty good. It's a good one. But it is yeah. still weird. It's still yeah. a thing where I'm like, oh, I thought you were just doing your thing here. I thought this was just the- one thing. <laughs> Yeah.
2: The concept of Alan Moore playing ball because the company told him to is fascinating to me. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, it's maybe that's like, why he doesn't anymore.
2: Mm-hmm. It's crossover time, Alan. you got to work this into the book. All right. I love crossover.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it <Right> does.
3: <laughs> Infinite what Earths. What if Superman met Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> okay, my good thing um, is a another sort of very quick background thing, but Mm -hmm. uh, I was very excited. Um, In the run of Justice League that I talk about frequently, the uh, Justice League Unlimited from the late 80s, early 90s, Mm -hmm. uh, Martian Manhunter was, like everybody, more of a comedy character, and um, uh, he had a love of Oreos that started in that book, and uh, he he has that here as well. I love
3: that so much.
2: That's all. It's just a little, hey, if you know, you know, and if you don't, it happens for a second and then you're not missing anything. But that's I pretty it. good
0: I, that's pretty
3: good i, I didn't know that was satisfied mm, after he eats one <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it's
3: like that guy loves uh loves his uh that guy loves his chacos
2: yeah and that's like again fred you didn't know and i bet you didn't feel like you missed anything because it was just him eating a cookie and it doesn't matter that's, well that's i didn't i didn't, didn't kind of until references. now yeah but, yeah that's no. what i'm saying like no, no, when yeah. you were watching it you were you weren't like hey i don't get the joke You were just like, yeah, he likes cookies. Okay.
0: Yeah. Although I did clock, I'm like, odd, odd that they're Oreos, but
2: mm -hmm. okay. It's just specific. The show can be specific. It doesn't just have to be a round brown circle. It can Mm -hmm. be a real cookie that you've seen in real life. I've
0: seen round brown circles in real life. Mm -hmm. I know,
2: (laughs) but it's nice in a cartoon when there's
0: specificity, you know.
2: I do. It's My like bad thing it. for anyone who has followed me on anything ever, you you already knew this and I will make it brief because you've heard it before. I don't like Christmas. Mm. I just don't like the, the story of someone who doesn't like Christmas being bullied into liking Christmas. I, I have never liked it. I never will like it. And I know there is a long tradition of the Kents being these kind and decent people because that's what made Superman good. And I'm glad that still lives on. But... As time goes on, that becomes more of a fantasy to me. These simple country folk who are clearly God-fearing are less and less relatable to us as modern people. And I don't believe... Like, I've been in houses like this who are very sweet around Mm. Christmas and do all the traditional stuff and decorate and, and, you know, still give presents to their adult children Mm. and all that stuff. And it's it's great until you mention something about black people. Then it's horrible. Yeah. These houses are usually full of very sweet people on the surface who are hateful. And, yes, this is a cartoon show for children, and they shouldn't be like that. I get it. But all I'm saying is it's getting harder and harder to buy into the fact that people like that are, are good. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. I, 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 I will I totally I'll just, know what you mean. I know I know exactly what you mean, but I will offer the counterpoint that if we're going to get into the nitty-gritty of story stuff, I don't think Clark Clark would have turned out this way if they were those kind of people.
2: Yes, I, I, mean, I know, exactly. It's, that's the fantasy, it's you know? Oh, yes, yes yeah, sure, like, yeah.
0: Yeah, and sure, I much in the same, like
3: Much of the same way that uh, Commissioner Gordon is a good cop, you know? Like yes. it's, it's a nice fantasy uh-huh. for
2: superheroes. I completely agree with you 100%. Yeah. I just... It, because of my attitudes toward Christmas growing up in a place where people were real shitty about it, mm-hmm. I just get a little defensive as all. Totally. And oh, I yeah. I was like, yeah, I've been around people like the Kents, and they're horrible.
0: <laughs> I, well, I was... Re- I was really worried that it was going to get a lot more weird and aggressive towards John, be like, "Enjoy Christmas, goddammit. When like yeah, Superman's exactly. like, "I'll fix him," you're like, "What? Mm-hmm. What do you yeah. mean? He's from Mars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this also, literally I, means I, nothing to him.
3: They don't have. I, well, I'm Christmas from Krypton,
2: on on and, my and I planet. accepted Christ into my heart. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, maybe that's why everyone on your planet's dead, John. <laughs> it could be." Mm-hmm.
0: Don't have Christmas on my planet, grumble, <laughs> <laughs> rumble.
2: Yep. <laughs> I I was very pleased by your Grinch reference, Fred, and I'm stunned that the episode didn't try to slip one in there because mm-hmm. that was I. A, that's, that's, such, the that I that's the only reason that I. That's the only reason I felt
0: comfortable doing it. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: No, you. Yeah. like it was great.
0: But no, no, no. I mean, meant, I meant, yeah, the Grinch. <laughs> well,
2: I, I assume. Yeah, no. It's a
3: pretty I just was like.
2: Known yeah. Christmas thing that could have really gotten a good joke or two out of that.
3: Also, there's no way Paul Dini, the the guy, does not love that fucking cartoon. Like, mm-hmm. probably. Mm-hmm. I don't. Know. I know a little bit of Paul, about Paul Dini. I know how your
0: brain works. Okay. I mean, probably worth mentioning. Also, Paul Dini, I assume, loves Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going by some old comic he made called Jingle Bell, that's oh, all I'll say. Shit,
3: yeah, I haven't thought about that in forever.
2: Right? right? Yeah, that
0: guy loves Christmas.
2: Was that a um? Uh, the artist's barely disguised kink uh, as a story oh, yeah.
3: thing uh, oh yeah i don't know why i would oh,
2: suggest little, that with little, this particular writer so a little,
3: little bit, little bit. Mm-hmm. yeah oh.
2: was it bell b e l l e like a girl yes it sure was no, you don't say mm-hmm. you don't say
3: yeah <sighs> <sighs> Listen, it if you or can don't. get to a point in your life where you can where you can get professional comic artists to draw your kink for you i say go for it yeah absolutely it's that's the dream baby
2: there's a difference between that and uh, publishing it for the masses in a way that is, uh, makes some people uncomfortable, that's all. Sure.
3: Sure. It's um, the greatest trick the devil ever played. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs>
3: Convince the world I Jingle this, Bell exists. Mm-hmm.
2: I got this great idea for a comic. It's 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 um, Alice in Wonderland, but it's dark and sexy. What do you think?
0: What? Uh-huh. That's a brilliant hey, new idea that no one's hi. ever had before, Al. Mm-hmm. Hang on now. Are you telling me- You're telling me, dark and sexy Alice in Wonderland. Where does the Cheshire cat fit in here?
2: Like the children's story that you know, only for grown-ups. For grown-ups.
0: What if she Mm. had a knife? Ooh. Yeah, that's even better. You know? Now you're talking, Mm -hmm. Fred. Yeah, yeah. I'm seeing some stuff. I'm getting some ideas here. You know what? I gotta Mm. go.
2: I gotta write this
3: down. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Um... While we're talking about the Kents, though, let's let's go ahead and roll out your
0: quote, Fred. What do you uh... Oh yeah, my quotes. Uh here it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: this little guy was crazy for Christmas. We used to wrap his presents in lead foil so he couldn't peek. You mean Santa wrapped them?
1: Oh, of course, dear.
2: This is something that has been a meme. Like it is it has absolutely outlived the show. Like a lot of people who've never seen the show know this because it's it is like
0: I don't even like Christmas and I think it's an adorable moment. It's very yeah. good. That's it's I'm very curious. it's very adorable. Um, but yeah. we need to talk about the Kent's wrapping lead paper around presents. Is that safe? <laughs> is that okay um, for their, if it's super For their Kryptonian son, yes. Yes. No, I mean for them, are they handling it yeah, safely? No. Absolutely <laughs> not. I I actually had to do a brief deep dive into this to be like, lead paper, for real? And the answer is, yeah, it's real. And it's pretty safe, which surprised well, they're, me. They're like, yeah, I don't ingest it, but it's okay. Well,
2: there was lead paint, so presumably you could just use regular wrapping paper and just paint it with lead paint,
3: right? Yeah. Oh, well, there's that too. That that
0: feels more dangerous. The Kent, uh, the what Kent I Farmhouse it was, is crammed
1: I with
3: lead paint and asbestos. mm Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: And they're like, but our child is fine. What's the problem? Yeah. Oh, honey.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I didn't realize there was actual lead paper. I just I just assumed it was like the paint. But
0: uh, that's ah cool. uh-huh. mm-hmm. yeah no. I just I just looked it up and it's like yeah, it's like you know, like aluminum foil, but lead. Not quite, but something like that.
2: What's What's mm. the point of it though? I
0: <sighs> see that. I, <sighs> I, see that I didn't. I didn't find that. Out. <laughs> well,
2: yeah, for Superman. But what's the What's the point of selling it to literally anyone but these two? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Guys, I, we finally I, found someone to buy our lead paper.
0: We did it. Spent it's on like the market paper for sevy. <laughs> These people sure buy a lot at Christmas time. And <laughs> mm-hmm. we should market to that.
3: <laughs> I don't see a problem paper. with it. Kids love it.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, this is another uh, very nitpicky kind of thing, but no one who has played Superman in the last... 30 to 40 years for me, has made Ma and Pa sound like something an actual human would say to mm-hmm. another human. Yeah. I know that's what they're called, but it sounds so unnatural to me.
3: Well, it feels like Superman should have the accent if he's going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. That would be yeah. a little And I've never better. seen a Superman who has like a Kansas accent.
2: No. I don't know what a Kansas accent is, honestly.
3: I don't either, but like, I don't know, South?
0: No, I would. Yeah. Yeah. South. I don't know. I know people it's from north Kansas, and I'm like, what's Seth. what's the accent? It's I don't know, I yeah, I'm don't sure know. They have one, and I
2: have a pretty good ear for that, but I couldn't identify one. I don't know.
0: Well, oh, I, uh, I did a, I did a quick look up on lead paper real fast, mm-hmm. and it said mm-hmm. useful for certain manufacturing, radiation protection, and corrosive oh. liquid storing purposes. Ah, so that makes sense. So I still don't have any solid answers. But,
2: so it's not it's not gift wrap. It's for like yeah. protective, wrap, oh, yeah. like a like an like an ESD bag for electronic equipment.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm just going to assume most of Clark's presents were corrosive liquids.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. Merry yeah. Christmas, Clark. We got you some hazardous material.
2: Mm-hmm. And a radium watch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I should. Like radium this. watches were a pretty neat idea. <laughs>
3: I'm going. Back yeah, until video. people's mouths like started you. falling off. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Uh, There is, this this will mean nothing to anyone but people who listen to uh, our our Star Trek fanfic show Endeavor, but uh, they mentioned the Omega Quadrant, which made me happy.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Hot Girl mentions the Omega Quadrant, which is where where our uh, show Endeavor takes place. Yeah, come see
3: our characters, Hot Girl. (laughs)
1: Um,
2: I think that is about all that I had, though. Yeah, I think uh... that's it. Oh, Fred. Mm. Hmm. This this will mean something to you, Maggie. You might remember this. Fred, mm. you will almost certainly remember this, though. Oh, good. It's a hey. It's a hey. It's that guy, for Ultra Humanite. Oh. He oh. is voiced by the guy who was Dick Tremaine in Twin Peaks.
0: Oh no shit! All right. Which one's Dick Tremaine? I didn't.
2: I did not the clock. D- that. Irritating British guy who was dating Lucy, and he had Ugh. the little kid that kept doing all the awful slapstick stuff to him.
3: Oh god, that's right. Okay. Yep.
2: Yeah. Wow. A a couple of the things Humanite said did not ring as British to me, so I looked it up. Is this an American doing a bad British accent? No, he's, he's Scottish, so he probably has something resembling that mm. accent or should be able to do it. He just doesn't do it well.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, That's it. That plastic. Yeah.
2: He says, that, that <laughs> toy is made of plastic. Like, mm. No British person says that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's Dick a good Tra- that's a good pull. I for, I forgot. I was like, I don't think there's anybody in this that's like a guest who hasn't been on. But you're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. ultrahumanite. Well, I not did, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Well, no. I didn't notice that until you said it. And now I'm like, oh, now I hear it. Yeah, yep. yeah. it's not not nearly as irritating a, a speech pattern for Ultra humanite, though. Way to go. Way to go, Dick mm-hmm. Sherman guy.
2: Yep. Well, I mean. Maggie, every time Ultra Humanite shows up, correctly points out the similarities to Frazier, and really, they should have tried to get Kelsey Grammer. He was probably too big for it. But you I know. mean,
3: yeah.
0: I mean, that's why they got him for Hank McCoy, isn't it? <laughs>
3: well, by that I mean, point, uh, he didn't have a whole lot going on. His star had fallen a bit, yeah. His mm-hmm. <laughs> star had fallen. He had fallen off of that stage.
2: I also thought that uh, in whatever version of the Flintstones happens, like everything happens in a cycle, he should be the Great Gazoo.
0: Because that be would be great. Hello dumb dumb. Hmm. Yeah. I could see it. I could see it. Mhm. I mean, that's mm-hmm. got to be due for a uh, comeback soon, right?
3: Probably. Honestly, if it was going to I'm surprised it didn't go- get launched off of that Mark Russell comic like
0: Oh uh, yeah. yeah. I actually, you know what? Yeah, now that, that I w- think about it, I have some I have some fuzzy memory of Seth MacFarlane producing a yep. Flintstones that that's never that happened. I was about to say. Yep. He was, yep. yep, I remember yep. that. Yeah. I, like, I feel like we're probably not... better off
2: yeah, I will not defend the Flintstones as a, as a, as a great show or anything, but we mm. don't need Seth MacFarlane putting his touch on it, thanks. No. Haven't
3: you made yeah. enough television programs? No. Never. All right. Any final thoughts?
0: I think that's it. Yeah,
3: I, 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 I had, had fun. Uh,
2: not my yeah.
0: favorite, but I had a nice time.
3: Yeah, that roaring fire is getting a little bit out of control. So, uh,
0: oh yeah, I look, up I've been putting up. out my pant leg for a while here. It's just, you mm-hmm.
2: know, keeps catching. Yeah, it's it's uh, you know, it's it's fun to watch honestly. I can't yeah. I can't deny that. Like, Fred, I I care about you. I don't want anything bad to happen to you, but also it's kind of funny. Mm-hmm.
0: Look, hey, I should have prepared for this. This is this is on me.
3: Um, yeah, you,
0: but you know we what? We
3: provided lead pants. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you didn't wear them.
0: Yeah, next time bring the the Kent's asbestos. Mm. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, well yeah. The asbestos pants were probably the, the move there.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: All right, Fred, you got some uh plugs
0: to do? I got some plugs to do. Yes. Um so I am Fred Stressing. I work on a variety of comic books that you can find on uh digital markets and mm-hmm. Amazon or local comic shops. Please support your local comic shop. Please support they will your love local you for it. Shop. Please support your local comic shop. Um but I mean it. Uh, yes. and right now I've got coming out the last issues of my run on the Rick and Morty regular series that I've been drawing written by Alex Fear. Oh, yeah. you, you have to
2: write this too, right? The, the, oh, this, is the, this na- is the other thing.
0: I'm, I'm getting to that. Okay. Yeah. Um sorry, sorry, no, this, no, no, you're good. <laughs> um, no. So yeah, I'm, I'm working on that. It's, uh, we're doing a, we've been doing the ongoing, I believe mm-hmm. it's ending with issue 12 and it's being, the last arc's being drawn by Mark Ellerby, uh, also written by mm-hmm. Alex Fear. Doing a great job, loving that book. It was a joy to work on, and now coming up this November, I will be coming out with um, Rick and Morty Mr. Meeseeks PI, which is a hard-boiled detective story about a Meeseeks and Jerry tracking down Rick's interdimensional remote and the interdimensional uh, fiasco and conspiracy they get embroiled in. So uh, mm-hmm. give it a read. It's gonna be Hell it's yeah. gonna be funnier than it
2: sounds. I promise. Nope. <laughs> Is is this your first like uh, professional writing credit? Like I know you've done a ton of art,
0: but it's not my first professional writing credit. But it's my first professional credit on a miniseries. Yeah, on like a longer form oh, oh, yeah. stuff. I've done some. I've done some. Uh, I've written like some shorts off. for different things. Yeah, I used mm-hmm. to do backups for uh, a book called Welcome to Showside that I wrote mm-hmm. uh, a number of back in the day. Um, but it's been a mm-hmm. while. So yeah. So this is the first big big thing and yeah like I'm, pre- I'm pretty excited yeah yeah That's it was awesome, very man. good for you it was very exciting it was very exciting yeah. to do and uh yeah. having fun writing it having fun drawing it so hoping That's it comes sick. together well it's a weird a weird love letter to film noir and mm-hmm. um have a pastiche of you know weird comedy screwball stuff and frank miller mm-hmm. so i hope it lands i hope it lands for awesome. people
2: yeah, I, I remember when you first started working that you reached yes. out to me and you said, "Hey, you, you're an idiot who likes old movies. What old movies yeah. do you watch?"
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's you're how I do. I idiot. like to bully I like nice. to bully people for, for uh, resources. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs> I mean if
0: that's not I, friendship, look, I don't know what is.
2: Look, I won't respond <laughs> otherwise. That's the only way. Like that's the only way to get anything done.
0: Yeah, yeah. Got Yeah, gotta yeah you did. You had fun. some great recommendations. Some that I am still working through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so it's uh, gonna be gonna be fun. Movies. That's great. Yeah. And, um, I, and 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 right, you can well, find me. Sorry, you can find me on Blue Sky and Instagram if you're interested, um, and nowhere else. Don't try <laughs> and find me. the best. Yeah,
2: I yeah I think I've been on Blue Ski long enough. I refuse to pronounce it the other way. It's Blue mm. Ski. Blue Ski? Um, yes. Like let's uh, crack open a, a Blue Ski. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm on that thing, and it appears to be stable, and it appears to be the thing that is replacing the other thing. So I guess I guess I'm on it. Uh, mm-hmm. So follow me there if you like.
3: Uh, yeah, Maggie, you ready to do that yet? Or I'm on there. You can find me. Like you know what to look for. But uh, okay, you know,
2: I wasn't sure if you were like still feeling it out, or maybe if you wanted a private account this time, or maybe, yeah,
3: no, I'm, I'm. I'm. It. I'm there. If you want to follow me, go for it. Like it. It'll take you like three seconds of research to get me. But uh, I. Well,
2: I've got the same name I always have, and you just yeah. look at who
3: I'm following, and there you go. Yeah, exactly. So there's a big old picture of me next to the thing. Yeah, my good friend.
2: <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Well, as we have mentioned, uh, next week is the big uh, Justice League finale that yep. goes to JLU. So after that, we are uh, answering your mail. So if you have something you would like us to address, please. Time is running out. Please write mm-hmm. to us. It is yeah, kidslovebatmanpodcast at Gmail. Um, our website is kidslovebatman.com. And mm-hmm. uh, that's all for this time. Yeah. See you, folks. Twa Grinches.
1: For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2023. Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.